We're back. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. And thanks for coming back, listening to Engage Magazine. Last segment, we talked about a couple of bad dads from the Bible, uh, Eli, Jephthah, and Jacob. We talked with our producer, Jeremy Wiggins, who is typically kind of our silent partner uh, on the program, but there's no way we could do this without him. Uh, Wesley, in studio now, we have Jim Shempert, who uh, started and now and and still runs uh, the website One Million Dads. So welcome to the studio, Jim. Hey, thanks for having me. And he does a lot more than just a one oh, he absolutely does. website. He'd be in the IT director of AFA. Uh, anything you see web-based regarding AFA is responsible to Jim, good and the bad. So, <laughs> Yeah, so if something breaks, just know we're calling Jim already. Yeah, yeah. We're trying to let him know. And Jim, Indeed. I know email has not gone down in quite good. a while here, but uh, when email goes down, exactly how many phone calls do you get? Um, usually two, because there's the one that comes up and says, Hey, something's wrong. And then there's the one that says, I'm not sure if you know, and then I hang up the phone and don't answer anymore. (laughs) So that's kind of how we know. And then he puts it on do not disturb. So it doesn't even ring anymore. Indeed. Uh, So Jim, tell us for just a second, the story of how you, um, started 1 million dads. Um, it's, it's kind of funny. Uh, the church that I attend was hit by an F3 tornado, destroyed the sanctuary. That's not funny. It's not funny, but it, <laughs> it, it came along. Um, and I helped with the teenagers at the time because I've I've been helping with kids for as long as I've been an adult or classified as an adult. Um, and we were standing there in the rubble of our church, and we're running the power to the gymnasium on generators. And our youth minister stands up and says, now is the time to be the church. Now is the time for you to do something. Um, and for a while, I had been contemplating going into the ministry, full-time pulpit ministry. Um, and I had wrestled with that a lot. And God's answer was, no, that's not what I want you to do. And I was like, okay, what do you want me to do now? So it said, why don't you reach out to the people in your church? Well, I tried to get a group together at my church, and it was kind of tepid response. And then I said, okay, this didn't work. What do you want me to do? It said, well, why don't you do something bigger than that? So I decided, why don't I try to start something for Christian dads? You know, you talked in the first segment about dads usually get it wrong, and we're usually the butt of a lot of jokes. And, you know, the Sunday of Father's Day, it's like a slow clap for the fathers, you know, (laughs) Father's Day. So why don't we encourage Christian men to be good Christian fathers? So that's how One Million Dads got started. Yeah, and the thing that I love about One Million Dads is that it is an encouraging blog. Now, that's not to say that it's uh, without gut punches, because you've absolutely got some articles on there that, uh, in in the best possible way of saying this, it's a a complete slap in the face to me that brings me to repentance. Yeah. Right? Uh, And I think that's about the highest compliment I think I could give you. uh, That's pretty good. I'm going to record that for later. Um, (laughs) It's a podcast at engagemagazine.net slash podcast. Fantastic. I think I built that site. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I know I did. Um, You know, most of the time, those gut punches are written for me. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't write those for other people. I'm glad that it helps somebody else because that's what I want to do. But most of the times when I swing, I swing at me because it's, it's the limitations that I find myself in that I write about because I write from real life. I don't write, you know, these high lofty ideals because I'm not a high lofty ideals person. I write to another person like I'm standing across from them. 
Hey, you think about the passage in Scripture when Jesus, the uh, Sermon on the Mount, when he talks about getting the speck out of your own eye. Mm-hmm. So, or sorry, get the log out of your own eye so you can see clearly get the speck out of your brothers. Mm-hmm. And I get that when I go to One Million Dads. I'm really grateful for One Million Dads and what they bring to the table because what they really do, they drill down to fatherhood and, and what it means to be a biblical father. And, you know, we and other areas uh, throughout AFA and there's other ministries that do a lot of really good things. But when you can find a ministry that really drills down on a specific topic, uh, it's very helpful because, you know, they've taken the time and the effort to go to the next level to really understand that topic. And that's what uh, One Million Dads has done. I really appreciate the work you got, uh, that y'all are doing over there. This is the second time we've had you on Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, you, you don't, like you said. You don't really stick to just like these high ideals, these abstract ideas. A lot of your articles are really practical. Um, and so really quick, just going to give us a rundown of just some of the real practical articles that you've got on the site. Um, I like to focus on, on a couple of areas. One is pure scripture. I'm a sola scriptura person. You know, if it's not in the Bible, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. then you're probably reading the wrong stuff. Um, I like to focus on being a Christian father. Christian fatherhood. What can I do to be a better Christian father? How to respond to the world? Things of that nature. Those are the the, the majority of the articles. We have a few others, but those are the main three crux of the the articles you'll find there. Yeah. I was going to say that when I think about one news, uh, one million dads, I think about a couple of the articles that start off with the word confession of or confession for, mm-hmm. and so I just really love those articles because it's in those articles that we see. The, just the the reality of and the and just the 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 depth of being a father and that that there that we're gonna make mistakes right and that um and that we can learn from our mistakes and that's one of my favorite part about being here working with Eugene working with mm-hmm. TJ and working with our producer Jeremy that we can go through those mistakes uh, together and we can we can confess those things because I, I was talking to my brother the other day who just got married and I said look I said. Do not not ask me questions. He's been married for four months. I said, ask me because I have gone through it. I've been through it, the highs and the lows, and I can't make your life perfect, but I can help you go through it. Kind of like Jesus, just as the same way that Jesus and his word does for us. He's not going to make our life perfect, but he's going to be there with us as we struggle, as we go through things. And I'm just, that's what One Million Dads does for me. Listen to Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. Uh, Engage exists to provide perspective on culture through the eyes of a biblical worldview and show you how that worldview intersects with culture. We're a team of 20-somethings. There's about 10 or 15 of us uh, here at AFA that work full-time on Engage. We've been up and running for about 10 months now. We really need your help to get out there to the next level of millennials. We're trying to reach the millennials with the gospel, but also how that gospel compels us to do what you do. And you can connect with us at engagemagazine.net. We're really counting on you to get the word out about Engage. Yeah, and if you've got an idea for an episode, uh, you have something you want us to talk about, uh, you can let us know at engagefaq at afa.net, engagefaq at afa.net. Now, Jim, you have, how old is your daughter? She's, she's almost three. Almost three. So mm-hmm. uh, yours is three. I've got a four, two, and a six-month-old, and your ten, Wesley, uh, yours is... Ten months. Nine months. Sorry. Nine months. Okay. And I have more children than all three of you combined. Yeah, well, that's Jeremy, our silent partner. <laughs> he took that uh, <laughs> quiver thing seriously. Yeah, he does. Hey, it doesn't say yeah. how many fill up a quiver. Okay? No, it, it just says a quiver full. But I can tell you how much fills up a house. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> and you know what? Here, here, this is the thing. 
when we talk about fatherhood, whenever you hear about fatherhood in public, it's typically very somber and it's very serious and it's very challenging, which I am a huge fan of challenging men to be men uh, and to not be boys who can shave. Um, But there's a lot of humor. There's a lot of laughter that goes on with being a father. And I think that a lot of times we we tend to miss out on that, especially when we're talking in in a public arena um, about you know just simply the the joys of fatherhood. I remember uh, my <laughs> I love putting my kids to bed. Uh-huh. It's one of my favorite parts of the day, and it's because typically I read to them. Right. And uh, and I mean it, we we went through and we read um, Alice in Wonderland. So yeah. I've got a Kindle. Right. And I love reading my Kindle. Um, I love reading my Kindle to my kids because I can get all the classic literature for free. So because I'm a cheapskate, um, I got three kids. I have to be. Mm-hmm. So but we were reading Alice in Wonderland. And every night before I start reading to my kids, I ask them, OK, what did we read the night before? And I do it not so that I hear the story, but because I want to know what story they just made up because right. that's what they do. And yeah. I mean, I didn't I never knew there were dragons in Alice in Wonderland. Right. Uh, there were dragons that ate jelly beans okay. and uh, and gummy bears. Mm-hmm. Um, and and jelly beans. yeah, I mean, it was just it's oh. incredible the stories that they come up with. And uh, so, Jim, tell me what what's something you got? I spend a lot of time on Saturdays with my daughter. Um, my wife is in seminary right now, and so she's usually doing her graduate classes on Saturday. And I always caution her about being loud because she is extremely loud, like I am. But say, I can't imagine a child of yours being mm, loud. You know, I hope it's your child. Don't about your wife. No, no, no. Okay, that was really uh, confusing there. For, okay, your no, wife's not loud. No. Okay. Um, so we were going into Walmart one day, and she's very inquisitive, and she's extremely smart. She's smarter than I am now, and I'm 33, and she was like, Daddy, why are we going to Walmart? And I said, baby, we're going to get some deodorant for Daddy because Daddy's stinky. <laughs> and about the time that we hit the door, she said, why are you stinky daddy just really loud and that continued all the way through walmart and you know uh all the people were laughing and you know it was very funny you know proverbs 22 6 to start the start children off on the way they should go and when they're old they won't turn from it i I have so finite amount of time with my daughter Mm -hmm. that every second counts and you were talking about reading to your daughter at night one of the best parts of my day is right before I lay my daughter down, we say our prayers at night. And the yeah. first thing she says is, we say my prayers because Jesus loves me. Yeah. And Very that nice. is the day, those moments, yeah. when when she's gone and, you know, and I'm sitting there with a the dog in a retirement home, those are the moments of my life that will matter. Yeah, Absolutely. You, golly, can I share mine then? Absolutely. Okay. Can I think about uh, every day I get home from work and Bennett and I, my son, will go back to the back porch, watch the sunset, and just sit on our Adirondack chairs mm-hmm. most most days, not every day, most days. And I'll just walk through him, the gospel, share with him. I, maybe it's a scripture that I learned for the day. I'll share with him about the scripture uh, that I learned for that day. And and I know he's 10 months old, or I'm sorry, nine months old. I know he's only nine months old, but uh, I know that there'll be a day where he does hear me and he does understand what I'm saying. And that, um, but there's, you can't start praying and sharing scriptures and spending time with your kid too early. You know, Absolutely. We talked, we talked mm-hmm. about that we need to that this fatherhood thing is not when you get in the moment and then we figure it out. It's there's there's preparation. I mean, I started pre- preparing to be a dad before we even considered having kids. Mm-hmm. And so just this ongoing thing. Jim, let me ask you one more thing. We got about a minute and a half left here. What's one thing 
that are one thing that you've noticed uh, positive from dads in your sphere and your area of influence and one thing that you would encourage them to keep doing? Children spell love, T-I-M-E. The absolute best thing you can do is spend time with your children. It doesn't have to be expensive. One-on-one time, like you say with your son on the back porch, one-on-one time is the best thing that you can ever give your children because there is a small window that you have as a father and then it's gone and you will have to live with those repercussions. Did I spend my free time with my children Mm. or did I give it to my other pursuits? I love to fish every day if I could, (laughs) but that's not possible. Uh I give my time to my children. And, And I've noticed a lot of guys my age have gone away from spending time with their buddies and spending time fishing and hunting and they spend more time at ball games and at dance Mm -hmm. recitals and at piano lessons and things like that because they realize now that they didn't have that with their dads yeah and uh so definitely spend time with your kids invest in your kids we actually have a couple of articles on engagemagazine.net about investing in your kids uh investing in your kids on a budget you check that out in engagemagazine.net as always we do thank you for listening and until next week keep sharing truth and applying scripture